Everybody, Sherman here, the crazy Asian. Man, has it been a while. Now that I don't have a routine of going into the office every day, I don't have this time where I'm sitting back and can have this reflection. And so I'm right now outside San Antonio. It's about uh, 73 degrees out right now. It's a beautiful uh, pre-Halloween uh, Eve, I guess is the, the official day. And so wanted to be able to just jump in here and hope you're all doing well. I think a lot of us didn't anticipate COVID-19 lasting this long for a lot of us. And um, especially I know for, for us, as I was looking at it, it basically kind of was around um, Friday the 13th that our corporate office in Omaha, Nebraska uh, shut it down uh, from a standpoint that someone had tested positive. So they ended up sending everybody home and working from home. And so now we're looking at basically over six months, seven months, sorry, seven months into this. And then it, um, you know, the boys' school, they shut down. And so one of the interesting things is I want to be able to jump in here because I think this is one of those circumstances that you and I can't get around, we can't get away from. But most importantly is it's all about how we're reacting to this is truly going to be a differentiator for us on not only our perspective personally, but more so professionally. What are we doing to be able to drive the results that we want despite what's happening to us? Because what's we can't allow ourselves to be defined by the circumstances. Instead, we want to make sure that we're leveraging the power of our actions and our execution to lead to the results that we want despite the circumstances that we find ourselves in. So with that in mind, let's take a quick commercial break. Come right back. We're going to jump right in. I'm going to go across the board on this one. So buckle up. It's going to be a, a fun ride. Okay, so there's no point in me recapping where we are. I think a lot of you know where we are. I want to talk about what are you doing about it. So I find out. So let's first talk about personally. How are you dealing with this? How is it affecting you physically? How is it affecting your family? How is it affecting you emotionally? So anytime that we find ourselves in circumstances that we can't control, it becomes extremely powerful for us to be able to just take a step back and identify how is this actually affecting us in the standpoint that is it something that is truly directly impacting me or is it something that's completely indirectly impacting me in the sense that I'm hearing a lot of things and so it's important to be informed but not inundated. In other words, I can watch the news, but I'm not jumping in into the sensationalism or the opinion reporting that's occurring so much in the news today. So many people have these different talk shows in a sense that they're, they're guys as news, but what they're basically talking about is little snippets of information and then trying to draw different conclusions based on what they're experiencing instead of going purely on the facts and drawing conclusions from the facts that they're actually getting instead of, again, the opinions of what people are feeling is occurring instead of what's really going on. So then think about that for then personally. If you're finding yourself overwhelmed, it might be helpful to take a break. Whatever that might mean for someone. And so for some people, they might find themselves getting overwhelmed with the comparison of themselves to others that are doing well during this pandemic. It might make sense then for you to go on a social media fast, right, where you're taking a, a break from that. The other one is start having a look internally at yourself. Why are you so concerned about what other people are doing? Why is that driving you to a point of discomfort? stress, it's downplaying, it's being a thief of your own joy in life, you might want to remove that out of your life. Um, 
The other thing that I find for a lot of people that might find themselves a little bit overwhelmed at this time is having a look at what can they be doing to be able to help other people. Now, I know where you're going to go with that is like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I help somebody else out when I'm already struggling myself? Because what you'll find is that what you're dealing with right now might be in better context when you start looking with other people that are struggling. So I'll give you an example. When my buddy was uh, struggling, his wife and daughter started volunteering at a local food bank and found themselves realizing that the problems that they're dealing with, although difficult for them, it helped keep it into the right perspective of what they were dealing with. And so they weren't overwhelmed by their problems. It was still difficult. It was still tough. It still required a lot of their mind to be able to try to find out solutions and figure out solutions to the problems that they're dealing with. But at the same time, it helped to keep it into context that their life was still a little bit better than what somebody else might have been dealing with. The other thing that I would say for a lot of people is you have a cell phone. A lot of you are listening to this on on said cell phone. And you have a lot of family, friends, and acquaintances that you might not have reached out to and just said, hey, how are you doing? And let them respond. You're not trying to pry. You're not trying to investigate. You're not trying to give advice. You're just wanting to know, human to human, are you doing okay? And let those people respond, connect with them. I find that to be extremely powerful for a lot of people right now that are struggling with something that if they were to reach out to another person, they would find themselves having so much more appreciation of their life, having an attitude of gratitude for all the small things that are occurring in their life, and also it would also give them this feeling that they're not alone in the, in the feelings of the struggle that they're in right now, where right now they might be feeling overwhelmed with what they're experiencing. And in reality, if they keep it into the right context when they reach out to other people, they realize, you know what? It's not that bad. I'm okay. Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come back and we'll talk about what you can be looking at prospectively from a profession, the professional perspective. As you can see, our mindset is extremely crucial during this time. And what I mean by that is the way that we're viewing um, the opportunity here or the limitations of our lives is truly going to be insightful where I see people are having the best year ever, individuals, professionally, and in the same company, same circumstances, people having the worst year ever. Now, the difference is, If you ask these individuals, what's the differentiator? One is going to blame circumstances and things outside of their control, where the other is going to be motivated exactly that they uh, by what they can do and the actions that they can take. And in the midst of adversity, they're seeing opportunity. So it's not this delusion of there's a silver lining on every dark cloud. It's more from the perspective of, okay, I find myself here. And here is what we're dealing with. And the next thing, though, is what am I going to do about it? And so the quicker that you can do that, the more powerful it will be for you to accept this is where I am. Too often we'll find ourselves fighting the circumstances of our situation going, I wish it was like it used to be. When we do that, it it doesn't allow ourselves, our mind, to think about the world of possibilities that can exist for us 
to get to the solutions that we haven't yet figured out. In the midst of every problem, there is a solution. Now, we might not like the solution. The solution might be very uncomfortable for us. It might be leaving the industry that you've been putting your blood, sweat, and tears in for the last 20 years. It might be having to retreat from that current house that you're in and saying, you know what? We got to pull back the finance. We got to we got to sell this house and we got to move somewhere else. Actually selling your house right now, October 2020, is actually pretty good in most of the parts of the United States where... Uh, the lack of inventory, again, supply and demand, is creating uh, a very high and robust uh, buyer's um, seller's market. So as you think about this professionally, are you a victor or are you a victim? Are you allowing the circumstances that you find yourself in to blame why things aren't the way that you want them to? If you find yourself as a victor, it doesn't mean that things are going to come easy. It doesn't mean that it's, you're going to have it better. But what you will have is you'll have action. You'll have execution. You'll be moving forward much more deliberately when you realize it's about what you're doing and not the circumstances that we're finding ourselves in. So again, professionally for a lot of people, whether you're out of work, whether you're looking for more business, whether you're looking to drive the team, it's going to come down to what are you doing every single day. Now, a lot of people are having to shift. They're working from home. They're learning Zoom. They're learning Microsoft um, Teams. They're learning a myriad of different ways on how to engage and how to communicate. And remember, if you're in the United States and you turn 16, majority of people never knew how to drive, but now have figured out how to do it. Most of us, when we were born, had to crawl, then we walked, then we ran. Same thing's going to work here. You're going to be learning different skills and different talents in order for you to succeed and thrive in this current environment. So as you think about that in your own mind, what can you be doing right now? So if you're a leader, it's helping your team realize that there's opportunity in the midst of this, that they can be doing different things and engaging in different ways to be able to drive the success that they want. And it might be doing some of what we've done in the past, or it might be doing something completely different. They've commonly been using the word pivoting, but what I think that means for a lot of people is identifying and looking for the openings and the opportunities and the ways to succeed. The next thing, uh, if you're if you're focused more on the employee's mindset, employee employee role, is what does your routine now look like? especially if you're working from home and the children are schooling from home, what routine have you created? Now, I'll be honest with you, it might have been a little bit of a pessimist that was in me that day when uh, we were on spring break, told the boys that, you know, let's anticipate uh, because they said, hey, give it two weeks, we'll we'll be, you know, schooling from home. I said, let's anticipate this is the way that it's going to go. And so they had one week of spring break, and I said, what's going to happen is after spring break, we're going to roll back into school. And so what we're going to do, they might not have a schedule, we're creating one for you. So you have reading, math, arithmetic, you're going to be still doing the exact same thing, but we're going to do it our way. You're going to be reading books for an hour or 45 minutes. You're going to be you know, writing a, uh, some kind of essay. We're going to use the Texas uh, standardized tests that they have, and we're also going to do, jumping into your math. And we're going to make sure that we do this routine. Oh, also, you're going to exercise. And so for us, in the midst of this, we were already ready for a routine because we didn't want to fall out of a routine. Where so many people viewed that extra week or two as basically an extended vacation. 
And so when the schools came out with their curriculum, they weren't ready to adjust. Now I will say, I do have Wi-Fi. We did have enough electronic devices for them to be able to do this, um, to, to, to do this learning online. And so at the same time, I'm a college grad. So is my wife. So education to us is important, but more so the habits of success in learning is what's more important, right? The degree that you get is far more inferior than what you're actually learning as you as a character and for you as a, a person that's going to be constantly learning. Even at this stage, right, almost 20 years in the industry that I'm in, I'm still learning different ways to do things. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. When you have that mindset, though, and you understand that there's a constant need for learning, you approach it differently. Nonetheless, that was what, the way that we ended up approaching it. And so when you look at that then professionally, what could you do or what can you do right now to not only run at what you need to accomplish, but start setting yourself up for the future? Now, I recently saw that uh, McDonald's, Popeyes, Burger King, and uh, Tim Hortons, all owned by like Restaurant International Incorporated, are doing um, a huge um, investment into making the drive-throughs more convenient at their locations, adding more lines, adding about like, I think they said like 40,000 different touch screens to be able to engage in a contactless uh, payment structure. And I'd say that's great. They're going to do that over the next two years by 2022. That's a good move. The thing about that is it only brings them to 2020 engagement. So if you're going to invest in that much infrastructure, what's the next evolution? And so is it, is it voice? And so you might be investing a little bit in technology that's not yet there, but can be there in the future. You might be from a marketing standpoint, say, you know what, our current market, our current, our previous market used to be individuals. Now it's businesses. If you're in the uh, commercial real estate space, you might say, hey, it typically was big business. Now it becomes small business. Maybe before it was large um, square footage for people and now it's smaller. Uh, maybe before when you focused on uh, distribution warehouses, you were looking for tens of thousands of square feet. And now you're saying from a distribution standpoint to be able to help some of these smaller companies be more nimble, it might be just a couple thousand square feet. When we start looking at different opportunities and avenues and different solutions, that's when we can start driving to the success. Now, that, that's, I know that's a very general statement to make. But I don't know your specific situation, and so that's why I can't get into the very specifics. But I will say that in the midst of all these problems that we have professionally, there is a solution that will be accomplished. The question that you have to ask yourself is, are you going to get there first? Or are you going to get there at all? Sherm's out.